Hey everybody, welcome to the next episode of the Strand Tennis Center podcast, filled with tips, advice, tennis, not tennis, just life advice too, whatever you need. Uh, like it on YouTube, share it on uh, the podcast as well. Thank you. Hello, Santi. Welcome to the Strand Tennis Center Hello. podcast. I am Steve Capo. I am your host. Again, we are always live here weekly. The phone may ring. Somebody may walk in. Could be very exciting. Who knows what will happen? Santi, are we doing this live? Are you fixing my volume? We like to do this stuff live because we want to be organic. I took some notes again, though, Santi. Remember last two weeks ago, we lost our... You like when I take notes? We lost our uh, show because of the gonk. And I said, you know what? I got to be more prepared here. But uh, And that was the uh, Value Chain episode, which was released... And uh, it got me thinking more about the value chain and how valuable it is, and the, no pun intended. And that connection to the chain is real important. And it's just to lead to this next podcast, which is basically, if you're running a business, what you need to do as a service in, re- in regards to guarantees. So basically, the simple phrase is you want to, under-promise and over-deliver. Because that is really the key to any business you're trying to create. And it also works with the owner to the employees. But when you <clears throat> under-promise and over-deliver, what do you think that means, Santi? Under-promise and over-deliver. Uh, you do more than what is expected of you to show that you know, you care about the client or the product or whatever you're selling or, um, yeah. Or maybe. Correct. You know, it, it's similar. I'm thinking of <coughs> promising the process and not guaranteeing any results, uh, which is the most important thing. So when we run a business, whether it be any business you run, if you are listening and you want some business advice, but this is also... This is both. This mirrors both athletics, sports, a, a student, somebody wanting results. All you have to do, and like the great Marcus Lamonis from uh, The Prophet, promise the process. He doesn't say, but he says trust the process, right? So with our students, we don't promise them results, right? Mm-hmm. Basically, our key is to promise what? So think about it, Santi. What we're promising here is part of the value chain, like we said. Attentive behavior, specific feedback, focus, and follow-up. And if you do that, we're going to provide a nice environment. This is what we provide. We are going to guarantee you instruction. We're going to guarantee you those four values, those five values. We're going to guarantee you that there's going to be clinics here. There's going to be tennis lessons. There's going to be pickle. There's going to be an environment where you can learn and grow. But we're not going to promise the results of that, right? Because when people, when you go on TV and you always feel it or you see any ad, now it's not even TV, it's Instagram, where they promise, oh, Lose 30 pounds in 30 days. I don't like any of that crap. And no yeah. one believes it. And you go, but I have to do, you know, it's just, you. It's it reeks of salesmanship too much instead of saying, okay, this is what we're going to give you. This is what we're going to provide. Now, 
in our experience, when we provide these things, these are the results that happen, but I'm not going to guarantee those because it's like when a parent, the same thing goes, you know, what is my son going to get out of this? What is he going to do? Well, it's up to him. Yeah, it's how much effort they put in. It's how much much the process is, how Mm -hmm. much he's going to buy into the process and do it. So that's the key to running anything successful is not promising anything more than the process you're going to provide. If they, if I come up to a student and and I promise them some outlandish result and they don't pull their weight I look like the idiot. It doesn't matter. I look like I failed, even though, you know, could be partly my fault, could be partly their fault, could be partly the parents' fault, could be anything, right? So very important to not promise results, just promise what we are going to provide. And if you can do that, provide those five things, like we said last week about the value chain. I'll repeat it again. Attention. Listening with intent, providing specific high-quality instruction or service, whatever that may be, focus on the job, incredible focus on the person, and follow-up, which means that you reach out to them afterwards. You see how they're doing. If you do those things, the process is going to take care of itself. And whether people get results and whether they go... uh, and become a college player, or whether they come and you know move up to, from a three zero to a four five, it's really going to be up to them after that. So it's the same thing. Again, this all equates to uh, just keeping the value chain keeps on my head here lately. It goes the same thing from owner to employee. I can't promise you the world, right? I can't say, hey, uh, you're going to be able to make. Half a million dollars a year and all. I can't promise any of those things. I can give you the environment to succeed. I can show you the path to success. I can tell you we're going to take care of you. We're going to do this. We're going to nurture you. We're going to educate you. We're going to make you a better instructor. We're going to make you a better salesperson. We're going to make you a better marketer. But it's up to you to succeed at it. It's up to you to take into it and buy into it. So that's my promise to the employee, to give them all of those things to be able to exceed. But you, once you start promising people, you know, when, I, when you're younger and you do this and you go, oh, I, I know you're going to do this. I know you're going to, this is what you're going to be able to do. And they just don't do it. Then they blame you. Because you said, oh, you promised me this. Well, it takes two to tango, right? You have to, that person has to pull their weight. And if they don't pull their weight and they don't do it, you look like a failure. So, and the one little caveat to this, and you can't really buy into it in the service, you got to, a lot of people say, well, as the teacher, as the coach, or as the leader, you should have motivated that person to be able to buy into it. Look, that's a tough one. You can't force someone to do something they're not interested in. You can't motivate someone to do something that they don't, really want to do. We're not here to take somebody that's not interested and make them motivated. That is an impossible situation. You can't, you just can't do that. It's, you need someone that is already at least buying into the process of what they want to do and they like what they're doing. And that's what 
we tell all parents, if your son is not or daughter is not meeting you halfway or if they're not interested in what you want from them, you just got to stop and just reevaluate. And and that's the best thing you can do in regards to customer, uh, owner to employee, employee to customer is to give them that honest feedback. If you don't give them that honest feedback, I'm laughing because Santi left the room. He's always coughing. Poor guy. That cold can't get rid of it, but he's all right. He's doing okay. Um, if you cannot tell them the truth and be honest about it, you have to be able to tell them. You got to say, look, uh, this is not the best case scenario for them. You all right, Santi? Hang in there, Santi. I told the audience while you left. I said, Santi's gone. He's coughing again. Hang in there, man. Uh, I'm going to provide the proper safety net for you so you feel comfortable and you don't get choked up during the uh, podcast anymore. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Um, So... I was saying again, being honest with the person, being like it's 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 like at a restaurant saying, "Listen, we can't do that. I'm sorry, we can't make that. We don't trust that we're going to do it well. It's anything. You don't want to uh, overpromise, right? Yep. So, and then, and then the other thing in regards to dealing with the dynamics of understanding clarity, so. Clarity has, has been on my mind lately, too, because you have to be clear with the student when you teach this game. You have to tell them what you're looking for. You have to tell them what you expect because there's nowhere to go. And I'm not even talking about results. You have to expect them to, again, give maximum effort. You have to expect them to buy into what you're saying. You have to expect them to listen and at least experiment and try with what you're trying to do. You have to be clear within employees and in this business like we had talked about how much one hour is equal to two you know one tennis teaching hours were equal to two in the office if you are not clear with your employees that is the total definition of burnout so say you're working sunday every day yeah but you have no clarity as to where you're headed Right. You don't know what the future is. You just don't know. Your boss doesn't talk to you. You come in and do a job and you work, I don't know, eight or ten hours a day and you have no idea where you're headed. Yeah. That leads to the hamster wheel, so to speak, where you feel like... No growth. What? No growth. No growth. Yeah, no growth. So, and Tony Shea, you know, I mean, Tony Shea is unfortunate who died, uh, was it two years ago already or was it last year? He wrote uh, Delivering Happiness and he also... Took Zappos to a billion dollar company. Oh, it was okay. bought by Amazon. In that book, the keys to happiness is feeling the feeling of growth. Is feeling like you are pr- pr- uh, progressing and going to the next level and, and and just moving forward. Because no matter again, no matter if you like doing one specific thing, if there's no there's got to be a macro goal. There's got to be some sort of big picture that is clear. And sometimes bosses, and I've done this before, and I've gotten, I've gotten fired from bosses because it was a guessing game. You didn't know what the boss wanted from you. Or you had to figure it out. It was some sort of weird thing. So the boss had something in their head, and they didn't translate it to you. 
So, and I've done that before too, where I was like, well, doesn't this guy understand? But you haven't mm. translated that to the employee. So the boss has a vision in their head, right? But they haven't shared it. But the the, the employee should know the company vision, or like, well, you that's know, the boss's you know fault I mean? then. Isn't if they that, don't, yeah, then there's no communication. If you don't communicate with your boss, then. It's not a fun or correct. good you, work environment, at least. Correct, but you can yeah. communicate with your boss, and I've had this happen. Your boss yeah. just flip out over something, and you're like, well, they got I don't know what happened. Like, you don't know that yeah. you weren't doing the right thing because he never told you that. Yeah. He might have said one thing, and he's not being clear. So you're like, okay, I remember. I told you. When I got fired, when I probably got fired at other yeah. clubs. They set up, the, so in other words, a perfect example, they set up a system of where you can work underneath it. You work in that system, mm-hmm. and then they get pissed off because you've maximized that system or have done too well in that system. Yeah. So it's not really, they don't really want you to do that, but that's, but they're not telling you that. They're saying, mm. all right, this is the way the system is. Yeah. Do what you want, maximize, and they're like, wait a minute. I don't like the fact that this person is maximizing this system too much. Yeah. So in their head, and that's all ego, right? All your ego is holding you back as the owner or whatever it is to say, okay, I got a system here, but wait a minute. I didn't think this person would do this well in this system. This is pissing me off. He's doing better than I would have been doing, so I don't like it. Okay. So you've got to create a system as a boss that is advantageous to the employees, advantageous to you, and understand what those systems do. If a, a person kind of shines and, and shines through and does a great job, you got to be willing to have your ego and go, okay, that's great. They're doing a great job. I'm not going to change the system because, wait a minute, I don't want this person to have too much control. you got, you, you got to have a good self-esteem as the boss and the owner you gotta and again like we said you gotta have a big enough vision to allow other people to have their vision inside it and to feel that they can be filled inside a system and that's really the 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 key to a good system where people you're talking about the process you know promising the process i have to promise the process for you guys to say okay look here's a pathway for you to be this successful and if you do it, that's great. I'm not here to put it out there and go, oh, he'll never, he's never going to do it, but I'm going to put this fake Mendoza line yeah. up there for you to go, all right, you can do this. Like I, don't think he'll, yeah. Yeah, I don't think yeah. he'll ever achieve it, So, but it looks great. Yeah, yeah. People do that all the time. They go, yeah. well, you can make a million dollars, I promise, yeah, yeah, yeah. and there's a goal you can never achieve. Yeah. So it's got to be... You have to, we're always going back to empathy. You got to be, you got to empathize with the employee and go, look, they want to grow. They want to be able to feel like they're in control of their own life. Yeah. And they can go, okay, wait a minute. If I do this, this, and this, I can get to here. And then if I go, all right, I think I like it right where I hear, where I hear where I'm at. Uh-huh. Okay. This is my process to that. There's got, and we're working even on those systems right now of clarity of saying, all right, you want to get to this level? This is what you have to do. You want to get to that level? This is what you have to do. And it puts the onus, which is great, on you. So yeah. it's not like you are asking. You're not asking me, listen, can I get whatever, more money or more free time? Mm-hmm. It's right there for you. And you can go, okay, 
I don't have to ask my boss like some arbitrary thing and I got to decide, you know, subjectively and say, okay, I like you. All right, great. Now, it, it should just be there for you to achieve. And that's it. And it's up to you. It's nothing's going to hold you back but yourself. Yeah. I mean, I think that's the best way for anyone to be happy and say, oh, wait a minute. It's like, uh, to me, it's like reading a biography of somebody that was successful, looking at that path and going, well, okay, that's doable. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's a doable path, right? Yeah. So you'd like to be able to have employees see that doable path, right? that little bio out there to go, okay, I think that's too much work. I don't want to do that. I think I can do this. Because everybody needs to be at different spots. Like we said, it's fine. Yeah. If somebody wants to go, all right, I want to own or be part owner of their club. I got to do this, this, and this. You know what? I like that I got more free time, but I'm still making good money. And uh, I got more time off. Yeah. You know, yeah. it, everybody changes, right? It's like a living, breathing thing, and that's your job is to know. Because, say, when you're single... <laughs> Santi's <laughs> laughing and you're single and you have all your free time you say well I can work more because I have free time but then you get married then you have a kid then you have two and then you know well I need more free time I have to switch this and the job of the boss is to know that nothing stays the same Correct. like we always said nothing lasts like we always tell those kids and it's, it's amazing how it's work related it's teaching related you tell the kid you lose three in a row nothing lasts it's okay it's just like the employee, you got an employee, they're doing this job. The last thing you should do as a boss is go, okay, that's done. They're doing their job well and expect nothing to change. Yeah. You could meet somebody tomorrow. You could meet a girl tomorrow. You fall in love with her and she lives in uh, Delaware and you need to work three days. It, it could be anything, right? Yeah. And the problem with the boss is they get, they get pissed off. And I've been through it before. You know, you get older, you get pissed off like... Everything is going well. Why the hell yeah, yeah, do you yeah. have to go meet somebody now? But that's what happens. Yeah, it's life. That's life. It's life outside work, right? Correct. You know? And that's the a lot of people fall into the the nine to five flow where they just do the same thing over and over, and then they don't think about you know there's more to enjoying, and as as well as enjoying your your job as well. See, you enjoy both. That's maturation, right? So yeah. some people are like, some people work nine to five for seven years and mm -hmm. then have a realization like you and go, yeah. wait a minute. Yeah. There's more. They to open it. like a little coffee shop. There's so many stories of that. Like, oh, I worked here in finance and now I hated it. And now I yeah. open a, I own a little bakery. I'm like, oh, all right. Yeah. yeah. Fi finance is a little bit more extreme yeah. Yeah. because those guys, when you're younger, they're working like 80 hours a week. And what yeah. was the line? Uh, Even like an accountant's too. Morgan yeah. Housel's got a great book. He, uh, called The Psychology of Money. It's a great book, and he's a, a board member at Markel. You know Markel, the no. publicly traded company like Berkshire? Very similar to Berkshire Hathaway. Oh, okay. F fantastic yeah. company. Uh, it said, uh, with the finance job, he tried a finance job for like six months and quit, could take it. They said, if you don't show up on Saturday, don't even think about coming in on Sunday, they said. So that's well, basically the rework in seven yeah, days. It was yeah. like, I can't handle it. So they would work. They're working. This finance investment bankers are working eighty hours a week. Yeah. So they, a lot of people say they'll suck it up for ten years, but then they can't take it anymore. Sure, and then they start opening up coffee shops or yeah. you know Own delis and things like the restaurants, things yeah. like that, because they want to 
And those are hard jobs, but they want to be closer to home. So you open up yeah. a local place yeah. where you can be close to home and it'd be more of a family project, so to speak. Yeah. That's maturation, right? Yeah. You know, when I was, you know, I'm older now. When I was 21, 22, my time was my own. All I did was work a lot. I'm still working a lot, but it's just different. Yeah. Life changes. So you're, you're you, growing the baby. <laughs> I mean, he's a teenager right now. Yeah, as we talked about, right? Like we said, yeah, it's a teenager. Now. We are a teenager right now, and yeah. that's where, uh, and that then you start to realize again the when we're talking about the process. What is the minimum you can offer again without over delivering? And again, that's the environment we're creating. You're creating an environment, like we said, of that values that we give to these people. A place where they can come, a place where they can feel comfortable, a place where they can be happy, they can learn, and it's all what they can take from it. So you create this ecosystem. You have an ecosystem of culture for work. You have an ecosystem of culture for service. And once you just set those cultures together, why does Google have an open campus, an open system? Why do they set that up? Why do they give their employees... What is it? Well, they is trust, it an hour they, a day? I would say they trust them to like do the job, grow, work hard. Because, you know, number one, I feel like, you know, they some of them feel very lucky to be at Google. And then the other ones that are probably too good to be there, you know, they just enjoy their life there and they enjoy the freedoms and they know that they're going to probably move up. You know what I mean? Um, but it gives them more stability they don't have to worry about food they don't have to worry about anything they just go work produce you know do whatever they do you know write codes all that yeah it reminds me of uh, a quote i think it was another book if you go onto a google campus with ten dollars for the week you leave with ten dollars for the week oh uh, that that's a they good have, quote they have doctors on yeah, they have yeah. they have food dentist, everything. everything yeah and that's yeah. the whole thing everything is all in because what they want and google they love people, but they want you to produce, right? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Trust. I, I don't know. But <laughs> what it is is the more, and they give them an hour a week to work on anything they want. So what they're doing is they're creating an environment for them to be creative. And the yeah. more people they can interact with on yeah. that campus, the yeah. more innovation can happen. And that's why they give them, a, I forget what it is, is an hour a day or an hour of, of time where they can work on anything they want. Mm -hmm. Because that keeps the place innovative as you get as a company gets older it gets less innovative yeah. and it just knows how to make money yeah. and again this was on a a great podcast too we're an adolescent right when you get older just oh. like a human you figured out how to make money and you make most of your money in your 40s and your 50s because you've sold all those seeds right okay. and then it winds down as a company gets older it starts to know how to make money but it doesn't innovate anymore. Mm. So that's why Google is tries tries to keep innovation because as they're getting older, they don't want to get stuck. Like Apple, they say Apple is not innovating anymore, right? Yeah. As much. Tim Cook's a great operator, but they're figuring out how to just make money, which is unbelievable yeah. with subscription stuff, and they're making all yeah. this incredible money. They're saying only the innovation is really in the software now right. because the updates are incredible, but the hardware itself. The phone hasn't changed it's the much, same right? Square, rectangle. Yeah. So, <laughs> but they've become an incredible arbitrage machine of money. Yeah. Because 
They're rolling up all these subscription things. You have Apple Plus, you have this, you have that. They're developing all of these ways in which they're just generating an incredible amount of cash. Yeah. But as companies get older, they, they innovate less. They create more money, but it's the end of it almost, right? So Apple's a strange thing because they were huge, right? Jobs left. Then they went almost to zero, and then he re-innovated by coming back. So it's a strange little story that way yeah. in the sense of their innovation or their kind of visionary left and he came back. I don't see them having a visionary right now. That's the thing. We're, right. we're trailing off. But I don't see them having this. To me, Tim Cook's a great operator. I don't see a visionary. Like Elon yeah. Musk is a visionary, right? He's the guy you're like, this guy. Yeah, he's trying to do so many things. So he's trying to buy things. Twitter, too. Yeah, yeah I know. He's, he's trying, trying to buy, buy Twitter, $54 billion. Yeah. He's like, ah. Oh, no, $54 a share, $43 billion or something. Yeah. But I know. But it, you, at least he, to me, and that's why people love him, is he's, he's innovating, right? He's trying. Trying. Electric See, cars. Neuralink for your brain. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, Starlink. Even, even the Wi-Fi, people think it's innovative. Uh the boring company, right? Where he's trying to do an under underground uh, train system in mm -hmm. in L.A. and uh, California, all that stuff. Yeah. So we need to keep that culture and that open system to be able to innovate. Because again, we've been through this before. If you don't put yourself out of business, somebody else will. So if we don't keep on changing and trying new things and innovating, somebody's just gonna. You're going to look to your left and look to your right, and somebody's going to roll past you. Think about it. Like tennis yeah. and pickleball. Pickleball's yep. gotten super popular, yeah. right? Yeah. Pickleball's taking over tennis more and more. Now, tennis will always be there. Yeah. But look, what if we just said, ah, this pickleball thing? It's like, mm. it's like, it's like the horse. They said yeah. the horse had incredible inventions until it went out of business, the horse <laughs> itself, right? Oh, they got me... Some uh, they got me some shoes. Yeah, they got me some leather. They got oh, and then the yeah. engine came and we're yeah. out of business. And the yeah. horse was glue. They said after that, right? So all these inventions will help us until the one invention has put us, put us out of business. So we'll have oh oh this racket thing that's off this off with this off us. And all of a sudden somebody figures out like you said how to teach online, mm. and the person can get exercise in a workout mm -hmm. and not have to leave their house. And then we're out of business or something yeah. like that. So, but. Wait, 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 one, what? real quick. Yeah. There's this one place I was seeing on Instagram in Japan. They, it's like a, it's kind of like the batting cage for tennis for uh, baseball, okay. except it shoots out tennis balls at you. So it's like a little room, uh, like maybe a singles court, maybe a little smaller, and then it shoots balls at you. So you can just hit the ball, and it hits against the net, and then the net shows you where if it like would ideally it would land. In so do the you court. have to go to a facility or do it in your it's house? It's a facility. Yeah, okay. it's a facility. You go and you like you pay and you play and it's just you in, in a room and it shoots balls at you. And then you don't have to pick up any balls. It like funnels in. They have one of those at Grand Central yeah. where it picks up the balls. Like it doesn't oh, like at Grand Central there's yeah. a ball machine a half court, I think. Yeah. And you don't have to pick up the balls. I think it picks it up. It's That's an interesting it. thing. Um mm -hmm. but why would you think they would do that in Japan? I don't know. There's no the, space. There's no, yeah. There's, there's no space. There's, there's a lot of less space. It's very hard. Japan's a, you know, yeah. it's an island, right? Yeah. There's not a lot of open courts. Yeah. So that's, will make you innovate, right? Yeah. A little bit of, a little bit of difficulty, a little bit of like crampness and going, okay, yeah. how do I find an idea out of this? Yeah. But that's interesting too, right? Yeah. Do you get a workout, you think? 
I don't know, because like, what if you don't even know what you're doing, right? Can you get a lesson? Can you get like instruction? You know, you probably have like one or two people there to help you. But like a golf simulator kind yeah, of thing. It's, it's kind of hitting into you a know, net. like uh, top golf. They just people just go to have fun. Yeah. But I don't know if it's the same thing with that tennis. Well, that's that's social. It's a little different. That's yeah. a that's a great thing. Like we we it would be great to have like a like a pickleball place where it's social, right? People yeah. people are building those like crazy. They're building a yeah, pickleball social place, which yeah. is great. We serve, we'll serve fried pickles <laughs> and fried pickles and beer. Yeah. See, that's yeah. what it is. It's the social factor, right? Yeah. For pickleball, definitely. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I think uh, well, we've been all over the place here. Uh, but, yeah, I think creating and promising only the environment to succeed is really the key. You can't promise anybody anything more than that because then you become almost – a manipulator, and you can't do that. So to the customer, promise just the process. Promise just this is what we're here to provide. We're not here to provide any guarantees but that. And for me as the owner to the employee, just promise these scenarios that are possible based on what you are willing to do. And that's it. You know what I mean? And then everybody is straightforward with it. You've got to be clear. You have to be clear because there's nothing worse as a boss, if you're not clear, because you know the anxiety that it creates when a boss is not clear and you don't know where he's coming from, and you don't know when you're going to piss him off or not. That's the worst moment ever. You're like, "What was that? I just pissed this fucking guy off. Oh, I have no idea what happened." That's the worst. So, again, promise me you'll work out. You'll get some exercise. Do that. It's very important. It's huge. Uh, clarity in the head. You know, I, I think a lot of and again, I'm no doctor, but a lot of uh, psychological problems. And I know some people need medication, they need help, but exercise is a huge thing. It's a huge thing. And it's the hardest thing is to start. Is to start. Just do something for 10 or 15 minutes. And do it in the morning. Wake up with the sun in your face in the morning doing it. You'll sleep better at night. I don't know the chemical properties as to why, but I read about it. And I, now I can't remember all the details. But get up, do something. If you can do it in the morning, that's great. If you do it any part of the day, the answers and the actions, it will help you. Thank you, guys. See ya. Hey, everybody. Hope you like the podcast. Please share it with your friends, anybody that you know, anybody that's into tennis, anybody that's into bettering themselves, share it.